I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Kool-Aids. Welcome to Barca Talk. I'm your host, Gabriel Quiroga, here in the Spanish capital. And today, joining me from the U.S. of A. is one of my favorite people to talk about football, and that's Troy Cadet. Troy, how's it going? How are you doing? Good, Gabriel. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Just uh, as you can see me in the dark here recording because we're having a mini heat wave here in Madrid. So I'm trying to uh, not expend any energy, <laughs> both light. <laughs> uh, I just don't want to break out my air conditioning yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just don't want to break my air conditioning out yet. You know, it's kind of like uh, we haven't had a spring and all of a sudden we're at we're at like 38 degrees Celsius. So it's, I think that's like close to 100 degrees. So so yeah, so just trying to survive that and just trying to get through the week really quick. Just want to make a note that we are headed to Barcelona this weekend. Uh, going to watch the Femini Champions League final at Conesa Beer Bar. So if you are in Barcelona, join us. And Troy, you have some news that I think is pretty awesome to share. You shared it to our Patreon group today. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah, it's official. I'm a I'm a FC Barcelona member. So um, I had started that process way back in 2017, and so I'm beyond the the window that you needed to take place. But uh, with COVID and the in my inability to get back to Barcelona to to do the second part to go back and walk up to the office and and uh, go pay, <clears throat> I was able to to handle it electronically. So uh, they sent me the details today, my member number, and I logged in, was able to see uh, some some member information that uh, that you that only members can see. That so that's kind of cool. Uh, now I just need to work on my voting power and become one of those <laughs> yeah socios that Laporta calls on uh, for for the next assembly. So, so well, that's really cool. cool. Congratulations. Uh, I think obviously with COVID, they have expedited this this process and made it electronic and kind of uh, made it easier to become a member, So, which is great. I think that was one of the things that uh, they needed to do because I think a lot of people, you know, especially outside of uh, Catalonia and Spain, want to be, become members and socies, and it's ultimately going to support the club financially. So I think that is a good move. So congratulations yeah, on that. So today... I thought it'd be fun to play general manager. Uh, we have configured, constructed, created a <laughs> spreadsheet of epic proportions in through our Patreon group, along with one of our patrons, Mustafa. And I thought it'd be fun just to kind of go through this list of potential ins and potential outs and kind of get the 
thermometer, the feeling, because I, I love how we have this Barca Talk sentiment column, which I, I, I was laughing at. It's, you know, high, <laughs> low, hell no kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the first player I want to talk about is obviously, I would say, the most famous of, of these transfers, and that's Robert Lewandowski. And mm-hmm. Troy, I feel like I'm the only one on this island of not wanting Robert Lewandowski. And, you know, in our spreadsheet, he is the oldest player, will turn 34 this summer. And I know, don't get me wrong, I know that he is in phenomenal shape. I saw him warming up today in the new show. Looks incredible. My only fear, the first thing, is I don't want old players right now. We need to about three-year window right now, not just for next season. How are you feeling about this rumor? Are you on board with Lewandowski joining Barcelona next season? Well, I will tell you, I'm kind of torn because at times I say let's do it because how many how many times did the guy score this this year? I mean, we're talking like close to 50 goals, I think, through all competitions, something like that. So at his age, he can still do it. But then at other times, I'm where you are, where I just think that we need to get on with the youth movement and continue to to go that direction. Um, so I, I, yeah, I, so like I said, I'm torn. Um, maybe if the, the agreement that they wanted to bring him in for, wasn't three years, it, it, I would probably lean more towards bringing him in, but a three year agreement for a, for a player that's his age. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Uh, that's probably what's making me uneasy about it. Yeah, and I think a lot of the debate, especially like in our WhatsApp group and what I'm hearing outside is like, yes, he can convert goals and he is one of the best yeah. number nines in the last 15 years. I get all that. But again, I just don't know if Lewandowski is such a uh, sure thing of a plug and play player that's just going to come right into our system and just score 30, 25 goals. You know, that's kind yeah. of my concern. And the other thing, too, is like, how is that going to or how is Xavi going to balance Aubameyang and Lewandowski? Now all of a sudden we have two of the oldest <laughs> number nines yeah. in Europe, essentially. Yep. And so, to me, I'm again, I would I would say the three year thing worries me, but also, again, I just think the focus is in the wrong spot. It's not the number nine because as we look at the whole attacking, we're hoping that next season they're going to be able to perform at a better level. But again, I don't. The number nine is not going to win us more games than a defense, and that's where yeah. I'm kind of leery on. Yeah, and I think another part about it is I, I think that Laporta wants uh, a signing with a bang. Um, obviously, that'll help on, on the economical front where, you know, you get a big-name player like him. Uh, and obviously, the bigger the names you have on, on the roster, the bigger the deals you can sign for bringing an income for the club. So I think that's probably where he's driven at, you know, where he says that he absolutely wants to have him. Um, will he will he score? I just think I mean it's just inevitable that players' goal scoring contributions go down the older they get. So I mean we can't expect that even if if this does go through and they sign him for next year, they're just going to put fifty goals up, you know, in that in that area 
you know, across all competitions next year. I mean, that would probably drop down to, you know, for, even if he was, if even if he stayed at Bayern, it would probably drop down to 40, you know, probably 35 to 40, and then it's going to go down as he ages. So maybe, a two, like I said, if it wasn't a three-year deal, maybe if it was a two-year deal, I could see that happening, or, or maybe if it was uh, an incentive-related deal, uh, so, you know, we didn't have to put up so much money. Um, I would be a little bit more at ease at it, but um, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure they're going to be able to get them, so it yeah. might be a mute point. Yeah. I mean, that is the crazy thing. I'm, I'm looking at that, and I can't, I'm trying to think about 50 goals, right? I mean, that's such an insane amount of number of goals. Yeah. And again, I don't. I just don't know how much that's attributed to the Bundesliga just not being as strong as other leagues, yep. you know, where he gets that's part of it, you know, where he can definitely have a hat trick here and a hat trick there, right? He can get really healthy against lower tier teams in the Bundesliga. So again, yes, he is one of the, the best number nines in the last 15 years, you know, along with Luis Suarez and Benzema. But again, I just, again, with the, the, the contract, the money, I just don't think that's our need. Yeah. Now let's go yeah. to the next uh, couple people on the list. And these are two Chelsea defenders. Aspiliqueta and Marcos Alonso, and we have here on the Barca talk sentiment both, I would say both almost hell no. So I would say Alonso is definitely a hell no, and Aspiliqueta, yeah. eh, it's thirty two. What are your yeah. feelings on these two defenders? I mean, there's been a lot of talk and a lot of rumors about them, but man, yeah. Troy, these two guys, they they were good, and yes. I just don't, I just don't want them to be a way station again for MLS. You know, I do not yeah. want Barca to be this way station. Yeah, I would I would say hell no to these two as well. <laughs> uh, they were you're right. They were good. Okay, I you know we get these guys. And there's a there's a common theme that we're starting to see here. We had players that, that played in Spain, left Spain to go to the Premier League. They're aging out. Uh, they know that they aren't going to have the you know the speed or the physicality to continue on there. So they say, oh, let's just come back to Spain because it's a little bit easier to play there. Well. That's great, but we, that's not the type of players that we need to be bringing in. Now, I know we just talked about Lewandowski, but, you know, obviously 50 goals makes him a little bit different when we're talking about these age age of these players. These guys are problems, as we've talked about it all year long, are on the defensive side, specifically defensive transition when there's much faster players than, than what we can handle. And these guys will not help that situation one bit whatsoever. So for me... Absolutely not. Yeah, and I would definitely agree. I, you know, let's 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 do something a little bit fun here. We have a bunch of defenders here and a bunch of players. Yeah, you get to pick three players, and I get to pick three players, right? So let's All just right. make like our own kind of free agent draft. No limitation on budget because we have no idea oh, what wow. the budget is. So why why should we? You know, this is make believe. <laughs> we get to be general managers here. Yeah. But I want to see what you're thinking and why. And then I'm gonna put my. I'll let you have the first pick since you are the guest on the show. You All can right. start with the first pick. So pick, you know, three uh, players. It can be anyone you want on this list. On and we'll, this list. You know, okay. Yeah, and just give me your thesis, why, and then I will refute it most likely, and then we'll move on. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to stick with a guy that I've been very high on here for the past couple of weeks because, to me, it sounds like we will not be able to keep Dembele. That's a whole nother conversation. I know he's got these, you know, I think he's got better economical offers. His agent, is uh, Cisco, is still saying he wants a big, you know, loyalty bonus. We don't have the money for that, so I, ex I expect him that's going to be gone. And I know I just talked about defense, so I'm going to sound like, <laughs> uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but I, 
Rafinha would be my number one guy that I would bring in. Now, that would obviously change pending what I was just talking about with Dembele. If we can keep Dembele for the time being, then that would change. But Rafinha would be the, the guy that I would bring in. My second, it would be uh, easy for my... Oh, one at a time, oh, oh, one at a time, one at a time. time. All right, all right. One at right. a time. Uh, I like it. I like it. Obviously, yeah. you brought him up uh, one of the times we were recording. We did a scouting yeah. report in our Patreon community with him with videos and so forth. And you definitely changed my mind on him. So I think that's a good yeah. pick. And I think for the price and the output that you're going to get, like if he can copy whatever mm-hmm. he did with Leeds last season, that's already a better goal output than Dembele has done ever in his career. So I think yeah. that's already a strong. Uh, candidate for him to come and obviously this is all based on relegation obviously the price is going to be cheaper if he comes down so i you know it's it's a good pick it's a good pick i'll, I'll let you you know i'll let you have that all right, all right. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna pick first here and i'm going to go with uh, 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 i'm gonna go with javi galan that's gonna be my first okay. pick and the reason why i pick him is mainly because we need help on defense he mm-hmm. plays on the left side he's 27 if we get him for three years, I think that he's a good enough stopgap where we can start to plan and have Balde come up the system and go through there, right? I think yep. for the price of what he's asking for, you know, which is pretty reasonable, I think his uh, experience in La Liga is is good enough. He's 27, like I said, so to have him till he's 31 right now to really push Jordi Alba out, essentially, I think that's who I'm going to pick first on this defense because our defense needs so much help. So that would be my, my first pick. Yep. Uh, with the first pick in the Barca talk draft, yeah. Javi Galan from, for Gabriel, yeah. from Celta Vigo. Yep. Yeah, I, and I know you were high on him a couple of weeks ago too when he was brought up in the WhatsApp group. But let me remind you, he did get shredded by Dembele when we, play, when we played Celta, which really surprised me. I actually wanted to see that, that, that uh, the competition between the two and it just happened to be like one of Dembele's best games. Yeah. And maybe that was just because his his assists were on target that day. He, he didn't have that many random where he just is launching the ball and who knows where it lands. Yeah. So it could have just been a lucky day for him. But it looked like Javi was having issues, you know, keeping up with him. And what we've been talking about is we struggle mightily against the teams that show speed on that front side, especially in transition, and that's and he struggled there. So um, I don't might have I, just been have, a bad game. He, he you have, have, you have, yeah. yeah, you have yeah. a good point there, and you're yeah. just hoping that with better players, he's just not exposed, yeah. right? Because I mean, when yeah. we saw that back line of Celta, that was like Sunday yeah. football league. You know, I mean, yeah. it's pretty bad. Yeah. And obviously, he was on an island with Dembele, so yeah, Dembele did cook him that day. But you know, from yeah. what we did on the scouting on him and so forth, I'm. I, I will put my chips there to support him and to see, but also mainly for the price. It's not a loss, yeah. right? Like if he if he yeah. can't make it, then it's not really. We're yeah. not like sixty True. mil in the hole, Very right? True. So that's that's what yeah. I would go with that. All right, who's your next pick? I'm going <coughs> right uh, right to the defense, and let's get to that. And I'm going right to Martinez from Ajax from defensive center. And he, yeah, <laughs> and here's why. <laughs> I really like him, and we brought that scouting, the White Scout report on him, and I really liked him as well. I've watched a couple of games after we brought him up just to take a look at him, and there's one thing that hit the news this past week about PK that really scares me. They're not sure if he'll ever, with the with the injuries that he's been having, it's not an injury that they're sure that he'll ever be able to recoup from. He might just have to play through it. Okay, a player at that age, 
with all the business interests that he already has. And yes, he wants to be the next El Presidente, but I don't I don't see us being able to count on him very much in the next year. And we have Araujo and Garcia, who I had high hopes for, who I really wanted to produce, wanted him to you know produce back there. But I just absolutely do not trust him. Too many fouls, too many plays where I sat there and shook my head saying, what were you doing, man? This is like a guy of his experience uh, in um, the, the, the teams that he's been brought up on. He should not be that position. So Martinez is my second pick. And you know what's funny? I missed him completely on the list, or I would have taken a number one. Yeah, uh, this is right. uh, yeah, this so yeah, I yeah, yeah, two yeah. number ones then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is definitely uh, my favorite defender on the list for sure. Yeah. And I just I completely missed him. Uh, yeah, obviously the first thing his age twenty four. Next thing the experience he has at Ajax just accumulating more than I mean close to three thousand minutes. I mean after this probably no, they already finished so coming close to three thousand minutes so that shows his durability. But also like his price isn't too high yet. You know it's like thirty five. But for his caliber of defending, I think you really can't go wrong. And especially you know obviously with the the connection with the Ajax system going to Barca, we usually have success with those type of players. But again, he really excites me because the flexibility he can do. He can push to the left if he needs to, but mainly he's going to be in the center. But also he's just yeah. a he just has good physical attributes already, right? He's almost kind of like he would pair so nicely with Arahu. Like just yes. so nicely as with those guys. Good pick. That's a good pick. All right, I'm going to go next here and my next pick is going to be Jose Gaya from Valencia. You already know my preference for La Liga players, so mostly my draft players are going to be La Liga players. Correct. But Jose Gaia, you know, he plays on the left, right? And he, again, his value is definitely on the higher side. It's more than 40. So, again, you kind of take the good enough. But I think he's such an experienced player. He would definitely come in, fight for the position. And obviously, what Valencia has gone through for the last four years, I think come him coming to Barca is going to be like a huge new rebirth, almost like how Jordi Alba came from Valencia, where it was like this rebirth, and all of a sudden Jose Guy is going to give us two to three seasons of really great play on the left side. So I would put him as my next pick. What do you think? Well, I think that you're – I think he's a good player. Okay. And I think <laughs> I think that uh, we definitely need help there because uh, um, you know because uh, well again first of all I was losing track of what I was thinking there but the defense needs help all around obviously and we definitely need better players than what we had whether they fall into line and are coming off the bench for subs. Uh, where they're elevating that, you know, those subs that we bring in or whether they're starting. Either way, it doesn't really matter. We need help there. So he 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 would bring in even right away would would elevate the the players that we have back there. I, I don't see Mingueta. I don't I don't think he'll be he'll be back either. I think they're they're looking to offload him. Dest has been Dest. They've talked about a lot here this week. His agents saying that he's definitely staying. I think my gut says that he's on the selling block. So even even if we did something with those two players, we need to bring in depth there. Would he displace Jordi Alba right away? Probably not. Would he be right on his heels? Probably, because we cannot have Jordi Alba playing every single minute next year. We just cannot do that. We cannot. He's too much of a defensive 
uh, non-defensive player, and he really hasn't been since Messi's been gone. He really hasn't been effective on the offensive side either. Doesn't have his guy to pass to at the top of the box like he did with Messi all the time, and then Messi go- went into this thing. Now he scored that great goal at the end of the the game, so everyone's going to forgive you know Jordi Elba's misgivings, but I'm not. So he's one of the <laughs> players that I would like to see uh, out of there, you know, sooner than sooner than later. So you don't you don't think and Jose yes. Gaia starts over Jordi Alba right now with an off season? If, if okay, y- yes and no. If okay. this wasn't Barcelona. And it wasn't the way that we do things with our with our veterans. If this was anywhere else, then yes, he probably would. But this is Barcelona. This is where you're talking where we play Jordi Alba almost every minute. We've also played Busquets almost every minute of of, the, of every game this year. So, uh, so there. So throw those, <laughs> throw that out there. We just don't. We just don't. I don't know if it's because we we just didn't have the depth. Or we just show those guys so much respect that that's their position. I don't know. But it, like I said, anywhere else, yeah, I think that would be a very good competition coming in the in the preseason, in in what you would call training camp, and in, in, in when the season starts. I don't even, even then, I'm not sure if it would be when the season starts, but I think he would work into it. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Fairly shortly, probably. They probably start splitting time and then... I, I think don't know, Troy. Be, I don't be, know. Yeah. I think he comes right in and just takes it from yeah. him. I mean, again, there's such a huge disparity of being 26 and 30. Yes. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Especially yeah. with the amount of time or the amount of le- the amount of minutes that Jordi Alba's accumulated over yeah. the past uh, five to six seasons. And so, I don't know. I just think he comes in and and takes the job. I mean. I just think he's more solid on defense because, yeah. you know, Jordi Alba yeah. always relied on his speed, right, to cover up yeah, his tactical inability on defense, essentially. <laughs> I mean, he was just always going. I mean, you never think of Jordi Alba as like a tact, you know, a defensive guru or anything yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Um, he usually, you know, he was able to recover so quickly and cover up the mistakes a lot of times. But now that that speed's not as as it once was because obviously that yeah. happens with when you get older. But now – He's being exposed more, and you can see that a lot of the times. And so That's I just true. think Jose Kaya comes in. All right, who's your next yep. pick? So I'll stick with your with your little uh, La Liga team only, and I'll go after Soleil from Valencia. We'll take him too. And uh, I just think that he's a, he's a player that is aggressive. He's physical. And I just would like to see some of, some of that. I think that we have not been that way for – several years now we've we're known as a, a softer team and i'd like to see us be a little bit nasty and i've said that before and you know maybe you know earlier this year when we recorded i we need a little bit of nastiness and that's why i like him so he'd be my third pick i think that's a good one uh you know it's funny because it was reported today that the valencia um general manager went to barcelona to offer both 
these yes. two Valencia players. So, and it was quite funny because the both players did not know about it. Obviously, I think they would be happy to come to Barcelona with without an issue. Yeah. But Valencia is such a god, man. They're such a mess. I really want them yeah, to get their their shit together because they are one of those teams in La Liga that when they're good. Like oh, the yeah. league just becomes that much better, and when yes. they're not, it's just it's especially what they've been going through the last couple of seasons. They're a mess. Yeah. So I think that's a good pick. I think you know, I think he, he you know, he's been proven again. He's um, he's logged in a bunch of minutes, you know, close to three thousand again. And you know, a lot of our patrons did not want him to come. That has a low sentiment, right? But I think, yeah. again, he's twenty five. He has yep. so much experience. He scored twelve goals. I mean, yeah. come on. Like that's yeah. still pretty incredible as a mid, right? So, so yeah, I think I think that's a good pickup. All right, with my last pick, I'm going to go with Lewandowski. Not just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm going to go with. Uh, there's not much left anymore. Yeah, there's not much. I'm going to go with the mid defensive midfielder Martin. Zubi Mendy from Real Sociedad. Okay. Uh, obviously, I picked a left back and another defensive back, so I'm going to go with uh, center mid defense. And again, the first thing that catches me, he's 23. I'm already yep. in. I'm already in with yep. that. Uh, he's already played more than 3,200 minutes, and his transfer fee is low, but his buyout is high. So that's kind of the yeah. issue. But I think. He's not a player that's going to come and steal anyone's position, but he's a, going to be a really good backup player, Copa del yep. Rey player, and a player that's yeah. going to give us, if there's injuries, a plug-and-play player that's going to come in and maybe not skip a beat as much, right? Yeah. I think he can really hold the fort down. And again, he still scored three goals. And, and to me, when I look at that as a center mid-defensive uh, guru scoring three goals, I mean, how many goals has Busquets scored, right? I mean, just kind of yeah. give you comparison, right? So I know Busquets, I think, scored one or two this season. But again, if he can, if one, you can get I, something, I yeah, if you can yeah. get something from Zuvamendi on a goal scoring and also the defensive ability that he has, then that's a plus. And I, like to me, for the age and La Liga experience, I'm in with him. Yep, yep. I'd agree. I'd agree. All right. What about right. I, Nunez, Neves was less like my close third. He was he was going to be my third. Why why didn't you pick him? You don't like him? No, no. <laughs> Does, he doesn't excite me at all. And again, I, I'm just again I'm I'm just really I I I think there's a better. I mean, I don't have the data to support this. I mean, this is something we could do eventually in the future. Uh-huh. I just think La Liga players just translate better just knowing what the league is and what to expect, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Coming from Wolves and so forth, obviously, I just don't know, right? I mean, it's such a different game in the EPL, right? It's such a different yeah. game, especially when you are below the table. You know, when you're like in the mid to below, you're fighting for your life. It's a different style. You're just trying to get ties, right? And yeah. to have that mentality is totally different. And again, we've seen it yeah. with Adama where he's he's been okay, but also it's because of that Barca DNA that he had beforehand and to come back, yeah. you know. So, all right, really quick just to end, let's do some two possible transfer outs. You get to pick two. Okay. And I'll pick two. I'll let you go first again. Who are you selling ASAP? You're buying the ticket, showing him the bags <laughs> and everything. Who, who do you got? Well, uh, okay, the kid that's been sitting on the bench for years now that, you know, <laughs> through four coaches has not, you know, gotten minutes. 
and I like him. Okay. Sometimes he comes on and he's, you know, he's exciting. And sometimes he comes on and he looks completely lost. But the fact of the matter is, is our midfield is where we have the depth at. And so I got to see Ricky's got to go. Okay. So, so for me, that would be my, my first guy. And now when I say go, now that means he could go out on loan. That doesn't mean that, you know, that, or does this have to be a sale or can it's a sale? Just let's go on. Let's go on. Sale. sale. Okay. Yeah. Full sale. Well, I'll sell him. We'll sell okay. him. Nobody wants, nobody wants to loan him. I'm selling him. All right. All right. And yep. one of the things that they talked about with the Valencia players was a, an exchange for Ricky Puig. Yes. So. Ricky, yeah. Three players, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, with my first pick, I'm going to buy a ticket, not resign Dembele. This cannot happen. Ooh. This cannot happen. I I know he has played the best season of his career, but that is an outlier. If you look at the Mm -hmm. whole season, I'm a stats guy. That's what I do. I'm a data analyst, you know? So it's like, I look at this stuff. This season to me is an outlier and he still didn't do anything goal-wise. Like I still need goal output if you're going to play that position. And for the money and for a player that we could upgrade there, like for example, Rapinha, I would be more excited to give Rapinha that chance and that money than Dembele, yes. I think, with yep. Dembele with his injury history, but also more importantly, just the goal output. I need to see more goals, and I think Rapinha is going to have more opportunities to convert those goals if he's on Barcelona. So, no resign Dembele. I know Craig will be happy to hear that. And <laughs> Dembele, ciao. So, yeah, yeah. no, I, I mean, yeah, he actually d- did something because he's actually played, right? I yeah. mean, the whole rest of his career, he's been injured. And the guys made a ton of money from us, so that's a that's a good one as well. Uh, my number my number two would be Umtiti. Okay, I don't think we'll ever get production from him again. I think he's just you know dead weight sitting on that bench. Could have been a really good player, you know. Obviously, the whole story of injuring himself in the World Cup, and thank thankfully he restructured his contract to give us some room for salaries this year. But again. I don't think he'll ever play, and see you later. <laughs> it's unfortunate because he was one of my favorite defenders mm-hmm. when he was after that World Cup and so forth because he was, man, he was so good. But unfortunately, yeah. you know, he, he won the World Cup, so you can't you can't uh, fault him for that, right? Obviously, nope. as a Barca fan, you wish that he would have been, uh, you know, more proactive with what he did with the injury and postponing it, but again – you can't argue he won the World Cup with France. Nope. And so, you know, he was nope. he was such a good player for two to three seasons. Uh, yeah, and obviously the salary too, right? It's just a salary dump with that. My player that I would get rid of here is... I'm trying to look here. Uh, what? I'm looking at the sheet. Antoine Griezmann is on loan. Oh, no. That's it. Antoine Griezmann sold. <laughs> get him off the books. Like, that's the thing. That's what's so great about this sheet is that you forget because, you know, obviously the highest rumored players to leave, right, is Umtiti, Dembele, uh, Frankie de Jong, obviously, lately. But, again, looking at, like, who's – Pjanic is still on loan. Like, what? Like, I cannot believe that. Like, we we talked about that in the WhatsApp group. It was like – we were just like, Pjanic is still in the books? Yeah, he's still in the books. He's still in the books. And so is Antoine Griezmann. So it's a loan, right? But, like – I want to just get him off the books, right? I mean, I like yeah. we talked about. It. He's just an Atleti player. Just sell him. He's happy there, and and be gone with it. I mean, he 
It was just a failed yeah, saving from Barkley. Yeah, I think that's Barksman. pretty much a done deal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There, there was some chatter of maybe it wasn't an obligation, but I it sounded like from coming out of Atletico that they were had all for all intents and purposes they were they were going to keep him. So, uh, so that'd be a done deal. So I have one last question. We got this from one of our patrons, Tom, and he says, "Should we sell Frankie Dion?" We haven't spoken since that news uh, broke. I'll yes. go first and then let you piggyback if you want to. Right. I say yes because he's really the only player we have that's going to bring us a big value. And yeah. we are in desperate need of money. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. there's no ifs and around about that. And I think Frankie DeYoung has been good but not great. And I think him having a fresh start may be something he needs for his career. And obviously reconnecting with Ten Hag and Manchester United, I think, would be just the spot for him. Obviously, he's reluctant because, and I always laugh at this, Manchester United are not in Champions League. Ha, ha, ha. And, <laughs> uh, you know, again, I'm always I, – I still can't believe we haven't been able to replicate the Champions League run that Frankie de Jong had. Against, yeah. you know, that yeah. one season. Because I remember watching those matches and just being like, who the F is this guy? You know, yeah. what is going on? And then when mm-hmm. we signed him, I was over the moon. I was like, what? And there's been moments here and there. But, man, it's been so sparse. And also when we need him to lead and take charge, he's very passive. So to me, I'm not really connected to him because I don't have like yeah. a Frankie DeYoung moment with him where I'm kind of like this is my guy I can't you know so to me I would sell him so to answer Tom's question I would sell him what about you would you sell him well so I'm a little bit opposite of you so I I consider myself connected to Frankie for some personal reasons so uh, like my my wife is half Belgian right okay so Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So he, he, he plays the same position as my teenage son. Okay. They look alike when they're running. They play <laughs> okay. both the same number. So I always kind of was like, oh, you know, we would sit there. We watch Frankie and, and see. So I've been a, a really big fan of his. When they signed him, the day they signed him, uh, I was really pumped about it. And I thought this is going to be fantastic. He's going to be in that midfield for the at least the next 10 years. It's going to be great to see him and makes that connection, uh, you know, to, to the Netherlands, you know, that, that Barca's had for a while now. However, however, <laughs> I love the club more than I like Frankie. And so you're spot on when two things. He has not been the Frankie that he was in that Ajax run in the in the Champions League. He's not been close to it. He's shown glimpse of, glimpses of it during games, but then automatically reverted back into his form. And it's been uh, average to below average form. It, it really has. Now, sometimes they say, well, he's also gone through four coaches 
And so he still is not comfortable in, in finding his role. But <clears throat> some players come right in, they're signed, and they, they find their role, and they're fine. And he just hasn't. And then you come to the economical status of Barcelona. And quite frankly, we need the money. And we need the money in order to move forward and get better and compete with the Liverpools and the Man Cities and, 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 the, and the Bayerns. And so because I love the club more than I like Frankie, I would sell them too. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's just one of those things where it's we're in such a bind right now that we need to get anything we can. And we always keep thinking mm-hmm. like, oh, they're going to sign the CBC fund. When? Right. Yeah. And also we have no transparency of what the actual finances or what's available yeah. in the budget to sign these players. So I think you have to take it. And, and again, Troy, I said this on, on Monday. The hardest thing with this club right now is to think three to four years while also trying to compete for next season, right? Like that is the hardest thing right now because we all want immediacy for this team to bounce back from this awful season that we just had. We want to compete for the trophies, obviously, but also we have to kind of take a slow and wait approach also in developing the three prize players that we have in Arahu, Pedri, and Ansu, right? And not many teams can, can claim three unsellable players under 23 you know what i'm saying and so yeah it, again we have to kind of have patience but also we have to be aggressive with the players that we get but also aggressive in a way that we have to go for players that are not the top-notch players right and we have to get players that are going to provide depth and hopefully chavi can develop them and coach them because that's where it comes into yeah. Yeah. uh this season so in the yeah, middle so- just happens to be where we have depth you know, exactly. We have exactly. up and coming. We have that youth. We have up and coming players. Uh, you know that we have uh, currently on on the on the roster, also on the B team, and other players that are going to be coming in um, that we you know that we can fit in there. So yeah, you know it's unfortunate. Never yeah, thought that it. I would say it, but it's something <laughs> we need to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the other thing too is you know like this is always going to go down in sports economics history books of the Bartomeu era, you know, of how to really sink a club in one season, you know, Uh, just the greed and the power that went behind the scenes. And and now we're, you know, the, the, the results and the after effects are going to be felt for the next two to three, four seasons, you know, and Laporta has the, uh, not desirable job of trying to do this because he's always trying to divert attention. You know, like today he was yeah. in, a, in a in a press conference and they're asking about Lewandowski. And then he talked about another player and all these things and oh, talking yeah. about Mbappe. You know, because obviously Mbappe is going to announce where he's going to go. Let me let's finish with that. Where do you think he goes? Do you think he stays in Paris or he goes to Real Madrid? Uh, I think Paris is like full court press on him right now. Full court press. I, I can't stand PSG. Um, <laughs> I can't stand Real Madrid. So. I, I'm not going to like either of the teams that he stays at, um, but I'm gonna not going to like it more if he comes to Madrid because then we're going to have to deal with him for the next Correct. 10 years. You know what I mean? Correct. And I don't want – with the def, depending on what we do with these signings like we were talking about, I, 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 even with the who's available on that list, I don't want to have to go against that guy two times a year in the league games and obviously then potential champion. I mean, we're going to see him in the Champions League anyway, but – I don't want to see him wearing that Real Madrid uh, kit and them winning any any more you know championships than they than they have already. So 
So because of that, I tell him just to stay at PSG because I yeah. think they're kind of a mess anyway. But so I hope he stays at PSG because obviously yeah. for the reasons you mentioned, uh, I mean, they are doing a countdown here. I mean, obviously, <laughs> if, if, if our team was going to get Mbappe, I would be just as excited because he is a oh, generational yeah. talent. Yep. But again, we'll see what happens. He said he's going to let everyone know next week after the Champions League final. So we'll see. Ah, uh, yeah. On that note, we'll end there. Troy, thanks again for joining me. You're always my... Six man off the bench, as oh, always. Perfect. So I, I, I appreciate that all the time. You know, you, you're always you're uh, ready to talk Anytime. some Barca. And again, Anytime. congratulations. Yep. Yeah, congratulations on getting your membership. And we will talk Thank soon. You. Bye-bye. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.